Welcome back to Keeping It Real. I'm your host, Ed Smith, and in this episode, I was joined by my great friend, Sean Barlow, and we had a good discussion on diets, working out, and um, science and spirituality and how they intertwine. Sean and I don't really see eye to eye on things, but once we had a conversation off mic, we got a lot farther. So this was a good episode, but I know we'll have a great one in the future. Tune in and enjoy. I see you've been chasing your monsters and they've been driving you bonkers Just blinding with rocket launchers of light to blow what they conscious If you really want to juxtapose and take a darker color with the blush of rose And then you put it in your ink and watch it go Your mind is always open when your eyes are closed Because you're blind to color and you're blind to greed Blind to all the things that you don't need And you find a mind and then you plant a seed Then you nourish it a little you know, bit kind of Because dude, they did it after we already kind of got our reservation appointments to move in yeah. So, like, we literally picked the day we were moving in, and then the day after, or two days after, they said, like, ah, no. Damn. Yeah. That's a little frustrating. Yeah. But it happens, and, like, it probably was a better call. Like, That's what I was, I'm starting to think about, because, yeah, I would not definitely not want to have to move out in the middle of the semester. Oh, yeah. That would be true. terrible. Yeah. yeah. Like, start to get a feel for it, and then be like, oh. <laughs> we're all yeah we're back sick. okay <laughs> yeah wait i have coronavirus oh my god yeah, yeah that would not have been fun be at this point yeah I, I still believe in like coronavirus. no you personally though oh me i don't know i mean yeah i maybe i'll be like asymptomatic but the main thing is is i just wouldn't want to give it to my parents no yeah of course because i know my parents are older too like my dad's like 65 yeah and my mom's 60 so like i would not want to i don't think they would handle it well yeah it's just at like my sister she came back from ireland like because mm. they were in ireland so um on our abroad trip and a girl on the trip had covid like right after they got home and like we were all exposed to that girl too and then after that like i've gone to work my dad's gone to work my sis like my mom's gone to work so like i don't know i don't even know if i could get it now you know what i'm saying yeah that's true I don't really know. I'm so exposed. Like, there's no way I haven't been in contact with it. In Mass, though? Like, that's the thing. I just, I don't know. I think Massachusetts is really going down in cases that it's probably not as hard to get anymore. I still think it's, like, a serious thing. Oh, yeah, of yeah, course. But... It's, it is a serious thing. And the crazy thing is if we didn't have science and, like, we just had to deal with this like we would probably have to keep going into quarantine and stuff like that like a vaccine's gonna let us go back to normal mm. life the thing is is they're talking about it and it's like the distribution of the vaccine after is gonna be really hard to like get around to everyone yeah and then they were saying like like just news and whatnot they estimate around 40 percent of the population of like in the united states won't get it like won't have take the vice va- uh, vaccine because i mean freaking anti-vax people <laughs> like it won't yeah they'll be like all the conspiracy theories theorists i thought like, you were saying like it won't get to them like they won't even have the ability to yeah. get one honestly some people will but then time will probably like we'll carry see. that's so far down the line mm. but um you said you've been running more yeah i have been running run. just kind of like long distance i'll run like three miles and then like kind of then slow down for like a lap or two and then do like dynamic stretching in the middle of it and then like run another three miles. Interesting. Mm. Did you learn that from somewhere or just kind of go off of what uh, you do? That was kind of like 
I realized I couldn't really run in the beginning when I first started running, I couldn't really run long distance too well. Like I would run like two miles and I'd be dead. And then I would like need a break. And I, cause I used to be able to run a ton. <laughs> Ace is just moving around a lot. But I used to be able to run a lot and then I like stopped for a little while. And then, so to be able to kind of like run, I used to be able to do like four miles right in a row. And then I, I was like, oh, I need to be, do two, take a break, and then do another two. Yeah. And now I've just been kind of like increasing on that. Why Why is that a goal of yours? Just because I don't know. you're like, oh, I was at that ability, I need to be at that ability? Yeah. I get that. I feel that because what's it called? I ran, I've been working mad hard on running, but not long distance, like sprints and mm -hmm. like hit training. And um, then I went to run a mile the other day to see if I could get it close to five minutes because like I was damn like, that's pretty hard well that's where I was though like way wow. like I could run a 520 out like my fastest damn. and I was like all right I think like right now 545 is my goal I ran it it was 620 and I was like that like you mm. know what I'm saying so I totally get what you're saying trying to get back to like a goal that doesn't even really there's no purpose for it it's just like you want to be there yeah it's like oh what I used to be able to do this yeah, yeah. I think I'm gonna go tomorrow and try to time it again because dude I've been doing some like I've been doing some different type of workouts lately. Mm, really? Lou and I, we both want to be able to dunk. So we just switched. He switched up his whole workout, like his whole splits, upper body, lower body, explosive workouts. But I'm just doing the leg days for explosive workouts. And like, I've already seen a lot of results and it's only been two weeks. Yeah. That'd be cool to be able to dunk. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. wild. Like, uh, it'd be sick if you just pull that out in a pickup game. That's what, yeah. I always <laughs> think about that, but. I don't know. I don't, I don't practice that enough. I probably should. I do want to be able to dunk eventually, but yeah, it's yeah, tough. I mean, if you want to, you're like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I actually want, like, I always said I want to, but like, Yeah, I now you're putting in the time to, you know and whatnot. Well, you still been doing that workout regimen at your house? Yeah, just because, I don't know, why go to the gym when I have if you got something it down, so easy? If, or why fix it if it's not broken? Yeah, exactly. What's the gyms like? I haven't been. Dude, it's wild. When they first opened up, they're kind of just like, yeah, just like go to your spots and like you could take off your mask when you mm -hmm. get there, just wipe it down after. And like the whole, it felt like it was being like being back at the gym, like it was completely normal. And then slowly they've been like, oh, we're closing this off. We're closing that off. Oh, uh, keep your mask on, please. Don't pull it down at all. And like now they have like cubicles made out of plastic wrap i saw that on a snap story and i'm like what the hell is that it's weird yeah i mean i kind of like uh, i respect them for trying to do something now but like it, as a young kid who like isn't gonna like i don't feel like i'm gonna be affected by it anymore because i've just been so exposed like it's a little like oh i wish it was all open but i do understand yeah. like it makes sense it's smart you know mm -hmm. but dude they closed down like a third of the gym you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that but seems weird. It kind of had to. Mm. I don't know. Coronavirus is Coronavirus. a weird thing right now. Coronavirus. You've been doing yoga lately? After I haven't. Yeah. I've just been doing like dynamic stretches and whatnot. That's dope. Yeah, I've been stretching, but like not yoga. No, yoga. yeah. It's, it's crazy because like, yeah, stretching helps. And I do, I stretch every day, but yoga is different. Cause, really? Like, it's... it's yeah, because it's like, it's meditation mixed with stretching in a way. You know what I'm saying? Like, it yeah. clears my mind just in like, the when they speak and they're like, focus oxygen to this part of your body while you stretch it, like, and you actually try to focus your mind like that, like, 
it you feel it, you know what I'm saying? And it's wild. Like I just I like it, like I said before you got here, like my back was hurting and uh, I just looked up like neck pain and back pain yoga and like just did it and also while I'm doing it, like a big part of yoga is just do what you feel like doing too. Like you don't have to follow exactly what they're doing. Like you could do mm-hmm. whatever way, like you could change it up and like it's really been helping. Yeah, that's really crazy like my uh one of my really close family friends, um he teaches like tai chi and that's sick yeah and a bunch of it is like what you were saying kind of focusing on where you're putting your energy at and like where you're breathing and whatnot and it's really cool like just going through the things because it is when you watch them practice tai chi it's like what that's not like a combat thing what are they doing they're like doing yoga yeah older people do right yeah well actually no it's kind of um what am I thinking about the old people doing Asia? You know where they're in Well, parts? I mean, like, the monks probably do it, yeah. <laughs> so, a bunch of old bald guys. But, yeah, they do it. And then it, I was like, I remember, because he would always, like, make me do it when I was a little kid. I'd be like, this is stupid. Like, I don't, like, I don't see how this is working. I'm not and then, hurting anyone. Yeah. <laughs> I can't hurt someone with this. But, and then he was just like, try to tackle me. And I would, like, run at him full speed. And then he would, like, do some, like, weird hand movement. And I'd fling, like, a million miles per hour one way. And then, yeah. So That's hilarious. I do know what you mean by, like, focusing your energy. It is crazy what happens when you do that. Yeah. it's There's a lot of things you can apply that to, too. Mm. Like, just... I've been, like, everything. Like, I've been trying a new technique for breathing. Like, Wim Hof breathing. And... I want to get, I'm going to start to get into that Dude, because it's a game changer. Yeah. It's like, it's like drinking a coffee in the morning. Really? Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Like I, when I wake up, I just turn my alarm off and then I just put on YouTube, like the guided one he does. And like, I'm ready. Like I'm ready, ready. And it's crazy. Cause there's one part of the video in the guided meditation where he always goes, your fingers and hands should be tingling. And every time he says that right then, right before he says that they do. And it's yeah. not like some weird like spiritual thing it's like yeah, no, yeah. the oxygen's actually getting to that part of your body you know you're feeling more impulses like and in it, your fingers yeah it's amazing dude like it really is and i can hold my breath for so long like if you actually because really? it's like a progression like you breathe in breathe out for 30 times intensely and then you hold your breath for 30 seconds and then so you breathe out on your and your last 30 like you go like yeah that, 30 times intensely and then the 30th one you blow all the way out and then you hold yourself there like while it's blown out and then after 30 seconds you breathe it all the way in and then do the another round that's round one but then at the end of that you hold for a minute and then after that you hold for a minute and a half and like that's how free divers do it and stuff like that until Mm -hmm. they build up to like 40 minutes or whatever yeah i've seen like the divers do that and whatnot i remember when i was i feel like every guy's had that phase where they watched extreme sports no i'm navy seal training <laughs> oh my and god they, yeah. they, like, i remember when i did that it was probably like ninth grade i got really into trying to see how long i could hold my breath underwater because like navy seals have to do it for like freaking crazy amount of time like 10 minutes or something and my dad was a swimmer and he was like showing me how to like do the breathing and whatnot and i i think i got to like 40 something seconds which was like crazy for me yeah but it is it's so cool, like, when you can hold your breath for that long. Mm. It is. 
It's mad funny that you say that about the Navy SEALs because I've gone through that. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've not only had that phase, like I've had it like four separate times in my life. I think I've had it like six, man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you just look up at every training video you're like, damn, this is hard as shit. Like, I'm going to do yeah. this when I'm older. And then you think about it and you're like, oh, I can't hang with that. Yeah. I, it's like, that's a grown man crying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yes, think bro, I could I always it. watch the videos where they, like, it's the last test and they all have the scuba gear on. It's like the shark test or whatever. And they go down and just mess them up and then, like, tie their things in knots and stuff. And they have to just sit there and fix it. Mm. Honestly... I do get like the mindset that they have to be in to do it now though. Like it's like a meditative mindset in a way. You have like, to just... lower your like uh, what's called heart rate so you're not overusing the oxygen. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's pretty cool. It all applies. It really does. It applies to like high stress, uh, what's called situations. They keep a cool and are able to like see the situation for what it is without it's getting emotional. About... Yeah. They constantly put themselves in those high stress situations till they're comfortable, but the main premise of it is breathing too. Like, oh. you don't fly the bug land on you. Yeah, now there's just a big daddy long leg, and oh. I didn't realize it was on top of me, and I didn't on my arm, and I was like, oh what? I'm just gonna let it chill out there. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't even know what I was saying. Uh, Navy SEALs. Navy SEALs. Yeah. Um, cool guys. Yeah. Anyways, Navy SEALs, cool guys. Dude, I remember when I was in that phase, I was watching um, basically all kind of different country special ops training. (laughs) It is so crazy, some of them. Like, I remember Iran, they have this special ops program that's like just based off, they would, they like parachute or skydive into situate, like into like hot zones. And their training is they literally have to like, mixed combat fighting into skydiving that's wild yeah and they were saying like a lot of people would actually die and they had to like kind of they had to end up bringing like an instructor into it to like basically dive down like the person that got like knocked out because if you get like in the face wait they fight in the air yeah and they would knock each other out while they're falling well you're like if you breathe too heavy because altitude's so high yeah but you're just fist fighting I, in the sky. It was pretty crazy. Yeah, they do like crazy techniques in the sky because that's where they, I don't know, like how the Navy when SEALs do it happen? in the water. When would you be in the sky? <laughs> okay, yeah, it. but it's more like, you know how Navy SEALs they have to lower their blood oh, rate. So like, it's kind of like a, yeah. it just adds a new whole like kind of level Except of just stress. Way higher risk of death. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> that's how we do it. Freaking Iran, man. Jesus. Yeah, they don't fuck around. They do not. Mm. How you been feeling lately? Pretty good. Sean, your diet yeah. been sound? Hmm? Your diet, how's that been? Pretty good, yeah. I mean, I don't really... I could probably, like, try to eat around... Around, like, 2,400 calories a day. I don't, like, actually measure the amount of calories I eat per day, but I kind of keep it in mind. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, I probably... I don't need to eat that. I've already kind of, I'm already around my goal calorie target. Mm. And also, if you just pay attention, if you're actually hungry or not, you usually hit the calorie goal you're going for, you know? Yeah. Like when I end up going over, it's because I just eat things because I'm like looking for taste or bored, you know? Yeah. I've kind of, I've learned, especially through like cutting weight and wrestling too, and then just from like working out in general and just experience of living, like what foods 
kind of affect me in what type of way. I'm in the exact same point. Yeah. It's like every, like I can pinpoint everything now. Mm, it yeah. took a while to get here and it was a frustrating path. I'm not going to lie. It was really frustrating. Some points of it, but now I know like, absolutely like, you know, I was having stomach problems. Yeah. I finally figured out and then I reintroduced my whey protein again and my mom kept telling me like, that's going to F you up. I know it's going to F you up. And I was like, nah, it won't. Like I've been doing it for mad <laughs> long. Mom, and then dude, it, it fucked me up this week. Like it really did. And I was like, fuck. Like, I've never like taken protein powder or anything. Really? Dude, I, I'm like, I'm really not about taking any like outside supplements and whatnot. Like I don't take vitamins. I don't take anything. For what reason? It's because I don't like being, like, dependent on something. I get it. It's not a dependent thing for me. It's just a boost. Like, mm. it's not... It just adds more. Like, it's not... Like, I've been... My diet now, I've looked into every single food to get those vitamins naturally. But that vitamin pill, like, just has it there with, like... It gives me excess, you know what I'm saying? Like, so if there's days I don't reach all those foods, like, it still was there. It was still met, you know, the requirements. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, like, it's never bad to have too much, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The main reason why I got that probably is because my mom is just, like, she's really, like, Boston Irish. And I just remember when I was young, I never got, like, medicine. Like, yeah. if I had the flu, she would just be like, oh, well, fucking, like, sweat it out. Dude, that's the way, though. Yeah. Like, and I've... So I've just kind of taken that like throughout my whole life now looking into holistic healing and stuff lately and like you can f i believe you can defeat any illness with meditative breathing mm. like stress-free life and a clean diet and like you i really think you could defeat like chronic illnesses too. yeah i think it's a really state of mind thing because in probably one of the reasons why like, it probably affects my thinking about, like, not taking any supplements or anything like that is probably because without even thinking about it, your mind kind of goes to that phase where it's like, oh, like, I do need this. Like, I can't get over this without that. Like, you do get what I'm yeah. saying? Like, your mind is kind of in that thing where if, if you just don't take them at all, you kind of have more trust in your own body mm -hmm. as a whole. So, like, when you do reach problems, you do kind of without consciously thinking about something else you're like oh my body can just fight this out yeah i don't need to add anything like i just know my body if i just stay put we'll do this mm, i agree with that and like this isn't the exact same thing you're saying but it kind of ties into the concept like for a while i wouldn't drink coffee because mm. i was like i don't want to rely on it you know what i'm saying and like that's like another like that's like a supplement kind of in a sense that a lot of people like caffeine a lot of people rely on that to get mm -hmm. up in the morning but i introduced it into my life only because of like a dieting plan like i use it in a keto style way yeah and um but i still love the energy kick but at first i was like i can't eat like imagine relying on something every day but i'm like wait a second i eat eggs every day wait a second i eat this every day like not you know what i'm saying like it's yeah. just another thing in my diet. I remember when you were like kind of, not anti-coffee, but like you didn't drink coffee. And I remember you were I was saying, never anti-coffee. I was like, if it works for you, it works for you. No, no, like, no. I was yeah, just like, yeah. I haven't needed it yet. So. Yeah, I remember but when you were saying that, because I've always kind of had this idea about like not really wanting to ever be dependent on something. I'm like, oh, wow, shoot. Like I do drink a cup of coffee every morning. And then I was like, I wonder what I'll feel like if I don't take like drink coffee 
And I remember like the first day I was like, wow, I actually do feel tired. So like now it's, I'm not, I don't really use it as a routine thing anymore. I, I, I just kind of drink it whenever I feel like drinking it in a week. And that'll be like maybe two to like four times a week. It's become a routine for me. But I told myself I was only going to drink it on days like I had a long day ahead of me. Like if I'm, I haven't drank, like if I'm going to like the beach or like hanging out with my friends or like doing mm. something that doesn't require energy, I haven't drinking it. Yeah. But now that I use it for a diet, like it's a dieting thing now, like it's, so I drink a coffee with a raw egg in it and coconut oil because those are. How is the raw, I've seen dude, like people put raw so eggs good. in drinks and whatnot. But. So, like, all right, you don't taste the raw egg. But the concept is just it's healthy fats, it's yeah, brown yeah. fats, but dude, coconut oil in your coffee's game changer. It mm. makes it taste amazing, and um, but it's a keto concept. Like you just replacing carbs with fats, and that first thing in my morning, like I feel like it's helped me so much. And caffeine, like it, it accelerates your digestion system for sure. Yeah. What are you? All right, whatever. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's just, just vibing. Oh shoot! You almost ate the. Daddy Long like he likes bugs. He'll eat him. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. When there's flies in here, like in the summer, like you just see piles of them on the floor because he smacks them up against the window and kills them, but doesn't like to eat them. Damn. Yeah, wow. it's wild. He's crazy. What are you doing? What's the matter? I don't know. He's just vibing over there. Yeah. But uh, I was talking with Lorena. Uh, oh she really? Was on the podcast I've yesterday. I've seen that one. It's they come out every day, and I have like a set amount of podcasts that I watch. That like on yours too. Yeah, like I'll occasionally watch like a Bad Friends podcast or like uh, the Theo Vaughn podcast or like one of those. Yeah. So I won't, I'll like miss out on one of yours. But no, I totally do like pick and choose. They're always there. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And like, but she was telling me that you and her had like a crazy conversation the other day about something. She was like science and you were just talking about like the universe and stuff like that. The thing is, for me, it's really not that crazy. Like, if you just... I remember she was... It's not that crazy to her, too, though, because oh, yeah. after our podcast, I went upstairs, and me and her father had, like, a 15, 20-minute conversation just about consciousness. It was wild. Mm. And, like, dude, her father's a genius. Really? Yeah. Damn, that's cool. He's dope to talk to. <laughs> I should try to get him on sometime. But, no, yeah. But I just remember... She said something about religion, and then, like, if... There's, like, key words that if you say to me, it'll just spark, like, a, a discussion. Of, like, <laughs> that, yeah, and then I'll be like, are you okay if I, like, go into depth on this? Like, this is going to probably take about 15 minutes. And I remember her being like, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's mad funny. What were mm. you guys talking about? Kind of just how I... So, fuck. Well, now I kind of have to... I'm trying to get into it. Okay. It was about, like religion and you're actually pretty big into this so it's probably good because you might like kind of have a rebuttal with the spiritual way that you're going but basically i so i'm just trying to think of like how to say this uh it was kind of just how like the origins of human beings and just like organisms as a whole and i've been doing a lot of reading in Neil deGrasse Tyson's books on space, you've been reading some of them too, and they're really good. I suggest like he's a good writer. Yeah, he really is. Like, it's but like anyway. a conversation with them almost. Yeah, it is. But basically, the way I kind of told her, because I remember she, her saying that she was really like, re- not really religious, but she did she believe in religion. 
Yeah. She wasn't religion in a sense. Like, she's not tied she's to not a, concepts. Like, yeah, diehard Catholic, but she does kind of believe in a higher power. And I remember I would just say, like, what I think, like, how single... At first, so, before the origin of, like, multicellular organisms and just, like, humans in general and, like, animals as a whole, I think single-celled organisms were created just because... Or, well, not really created, but they just formed in a way for these compound uh, atoms that came together just through like collisions in space and as like planets were formed, they tried to kind of prevent their decay as like a, as like as like all kind of, all matter ends up decaying and like just protons and neutrons and electrons, they end up leaving like the element. It's just something that can like become, or not an element, but a compound. So basically I think that single celled organisms were able to kind of counter that in a way by like creating kind of like an instinctive response. So like they would eat and feed. Evolution. Like, yeah, basically they evolved and adapted to their surroundings kind of prevent like that instant that they would end up kind of having that half-life you remember learning about like half-lives yeah. in chemistry and then i think just basically like long story short is over like time a bunch of these single-celled organisms kind of realized that they weren't able to survive with one another because their environment was changing because earth just throughout the years has it's had like different phases where the environment just can change so I think they ended up kind of forming these almost biomes where they in these environments where they kind of were dependent on one another to survive because they all like forests today and like literally just the environment today you have these like organisms that they can't survive without a nether animal in that environment because then they'll lose like their main source like if the plants are gone yeah, yeah. They can't survive so basically I think these single-celled organisms were kind of like that and just through adaptation they ended up and just through the extreme changes that the earth was going through they ended up like kind of creating this nervous system between them where they were able to kind of just communicate with one another and send impulses to one another to like tell each other if which which part of their environment was being affected and how so. So like if, cause your body consists of just no, a I'm, bunch of different yeah, cells it, and bacteria. So if your stomach, if the like cells and bacteria inside your stomach are hurting the nervous system, which. These, so what are you saying though? Like where are you going with this? Uh, just that I think like, I'm not a religious person. So I don't. think it was all an accident? Uh, not an accident. I mean, I think it's just bound to happen, just given like the conditions. Naturally. Naturally, yeah. But what are like? And then, well, I think humans. The, what sets humans apart from animals is basically, I think we were on the decline as a species, and we ended up adapting. Basically, because we weren't our physical attributes weren't allowing us to like really thrive in our environment because we had like too many predators and whatnot. And through that, without like adapting physically, 
we were able to adapt our conscious and basically use our head instead of our like physical body to survive. So we were able to create fire. We were able to create tools that would then help us. We could now build shelters, more advanced shelters by using tools, nails, like other things, not just living in a cave, not just sleeping yeah. on a tree. And then through basically getting these now weapons because we're consciously thinking about them, thinking about stuff that, think about our surroundings and how they can help us rather than how we can affect our surroundings. Yeah. So that's where I... I don't think animals think about their surroundings. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they're just... Uh, I think they think like... They kind of think everything evolves around them. And it's I, like they impact yeah. other things where it's like we look at something it's like, oh, that can help me in this type of way, which is completely different from... It's interesting that you said like to evolve that something need, they need to be those that level of evolution needs to become dependent on each other to to evolve correct and i mm. believe in a, a physical evolution and a spiritual evolution and like you said like first it was unicellular organisms and they worked together to make multicellular organisms and then that created the first consciousness on earth which was the first four elements earth went or earth wind fire and air and like so you think wind and fire are like living yes, I'm so, they, are so living. they are living yes because it's energy okay think about it we could get energy from fire we could get energy from wind we could get it from water and we could get it from the earth <clears throat> oh I, I okay i i get what you're saying yeah they give off energy okay yeah and like all life is is energy in my mind and that's the first level of consciousness is just being alive it's being a living being and then working together they created the second level of consciousness which became human like you said where they work together to create like this almost nervous system amongst themselves and this second level of consciousness is being aware of self but not of what's around you or no being aware of what's around you but only caring about self in a way and like and this is the second density kind of like this is like the second density of consciousness and that's where animals sit and they can't work together they only know how to fend for themselves yeah, yeah and then we got to this point where we were aware of our so this is third density consciousness because animals kind of when they hit a point to be domesticated and they can learn, that's when they maxed out their density. So there's subsections of levels of density in a consciousness. And now we're in third level of consciousness, 3D. This is, and we're in the subsection because we were in old earth where mm. this is where we still only think about self, but we have more concepts of space, what's around us, what are we doing here? We can ask these big questions. We can then like you said create tools and stuff like that and then the concept of astrology where we went from the year of pisces to aquarius this is the concept of new earth where everyone's mind shift from thinking of self to others and that's why you see movements for people like black lives matters like lgbt what causes these like this shift what was uh you said like a new it's, or whatever. it's astrology like it's oh, the it's astrology like the mayan calendar said that the world was going to end in 2012 no old earth was going to end in 2012 
And like that's this based off the study of the stars and position of the earth. And we're on a timeline that's already preset mm. by the universe and created by ourselves. And we we know it. But like it's hard to believe because like no one wants to believe things are like preset, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. And like sure. but in this timeline super long. Like we're gonna live in Aquarius for the rest of our lives. You know what I'm saying? Oh in like, old space, I mean things happen like very slowly yes. yes and um now that's why you see new movements for other people that's why you see people starting to care about everyone if you notice the only people who don't care about other people are from old, their older generation stuck in old consciousness so yes they are living the flip of new consciousness but they did not when they were not brought up in new consciousness do you know what i'm saying yeah and I like for us we were brought up by old consciousness but we were in the era of new consciousness, so we had the best of both worlds. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And like, now we're, and you were talking about how to advance evolution, each organism had to become dependent on each other. That's yeah. exactly how spirituality works. To advance evolution and spirituality, you have to learn that we are all one. We all work together. We only arise as one. We can't push someone down and push someone up, you know? Oh, I get what you're saying. And yeah, like, that, that kind of that's, creates that then that's how we get to our friendly next... environment. And like, kind of like, I know where like Buddha is kind of like, um, forget the, what's it called, main values, but just like how be kind to everyone and whatnot. Because you can't like put someone down. You have to like bring them up with you. And it's, so when you, so where, I was talking about this with Lorena a lot, like the concept of the golden rule is treat someone like you would want to be treated. And we're taught this because that's, the simplest form like you mm. in my beliefs we are all one shared consciousness we all come from the same place we there is one god and we are all that god and we created this universe and then put ourselves into it and tried to to find new perspectives and new learnings on how to live a life and get to seventh density and where we are right now we're in third density and we've maxed out our evolution not we haven't maxed out our evolution in physical Earth, but like we've hit a point where we're where we where we need to be to continue evolving spiritually. Do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, we don't yeah. need anything more. Like before we needed to evolve to this point of human, but now we're at human where we can evolve outside of this planet. We can evolve from an entity in a mortal body to an entity that's a fourth density being that's technically an angel. And like, oh, so that kind of ties into like religions. Yeah, for sure. Like mm -hmm. all, I believe all religions, every religions, every belief. Like I even am starting to believe in Greek mythology and how you wrapped it together with Egyptians. And yeah, like, well, that's actually like true because, well, not like true, <laughs> but it's like <laughs> the time weird? overlap of when those religions were created is kind of weird because in Greek mythology, which came before Egyptian mythology, uh what's it called it basically said how there's the titans so there's the two like there's the sky god and then there was gaia who's like the earth god or something and basically their kids were the titans and then the olympians which were the kids of the titans ended up revolting against the titans and basically killed all of the titans and whatnot or imprisoned them and the Gaia, who is the mother of the Titans, were, was, like, really pissed off at them and, like, kind of sick these 
demons after or these like crazy monsters after the olympians and during that time period in greek mythology the uh olympians actually fled to egypt which was just south of like greece in the mediterranean sea and when apparently in that time period where the so-called olympians fled there to like hide away from the monsters that's when egyptian uh like religion and mythology kind of started up and you see that these gods in egyptian mythology are just the animal form of the greek gods because you have like athena who's the eagle yeah. or whatever and you have all these like animals represented in uh egyptian mythology that are really like the animal representation of the olympians that fled there mm -hmm. which is like one of those things where it's like oh wow worlds collide like it, all religions collide in that sense like they they're all built on the same concept and are saying the same thing but there's interpretations where things get lost and when you get down to details it gets like it gets dicey you know what i'm saying mm. and like that's what i've been finding out like dude i had like my belief is so i need so much to put it together do you know what i'm saying like how so i take from everything like absolutely oh, okay. everything like and there's a lot of things from each religion I don't take. And, like, I was talking a lot about Christianity with Lorena, and I realized, like, a big thing, I I do believe Jesus was here, and I do believe he lived the life that we learn about, but I believe he got to fourth density. So when you get to fourth density consciousness, you can reincarnate it knowing that you've been there. You're coming onto Earth as a human, knowing what t it takes to get to a fourth density being. But you're here to, so you're like an angel on earth correct oh, okay and i believe he did this but then i think he got kind of lost in it and carried away because think about how much power he had i think he got power hungry once he got down here in the sense that he realized wow i know all this information and these people are so far they're in the old world they're not even like they don't even know how to think of others and i'm already a fourth density being so he convinced like not convinced them but he almost felt like the chosen one and he did feel like yeah, the son of God I guess just said that. that, you know, and like and mm -hmm. went with that and like this like it, it makes sense cause he was still living in the old world, but that's like that's my belief that like everything there aligns, but then he did get lost in it and thinking that he was the son of God. Because once you hit a certain level of consciousness you do feel like the chosen one. You know what I'm saying? Like you do feel like and I'm not saying this from experience, I'm saying this from what I've learned about densities. Like, I, once you become an angel, you feel like your purpose on like in life is so much greater, you know? Yeah, I get what you're saying, yeah. Once you have fig things figured out, you want to help others. A hundred percent. Yeah. And going back to, like, treating everyone like they're yourself, like, when you help someone, it makes you feel better than it probably helps them. And that's basically the concept of you helping yourself because we all are one you know what i'm saying so like in mm. a selfish way helping people is helping you more yeah that's a big concept of what i believe in yeah i don't know i've been looking into space you said something about like you think we created the universe yeah so our God, conscious so the universe is a consciousness we are all god because we are all the same consciousness and we created this universe 
basically as a science experiment to put ourselves into this simulation type thing to find new ways to live life and to find new what works and what doesn't and like there's the concept in the law of one where um, the planet Venus had humans evolved it like if we look at Venus it was potentially habitable like back in the day and it was and if you look at astrology it was the planet and like if you look at astrology it's associated with harmony and love and peace and that's because they there were beings put on that planet and like evolved throughout time because everything happens for a purpose this was the final goal their last evolution in mortality they didn't have thumbs and this seems insignificant but this required them to work with each other even more this required oh, them to do everything together they couldn't make weapons they couldn't make things on their own they had to do everything together and they understood the concept of love much faster and they evolved into fifth density fourth density beings and vanished that planet and then it became non-inhabitable to us do you know what i'm saying mm. so now we're put on this planet and now we're tasked with the challenge to find a way to get to this place with the attributes we've been giving we have thumbs we have different things they have like i don't know what they look like but i know in the the law of one that's the main he says like the main thing that helped them get there was not having thumbs and like it seems a little it seems stupid and insignificant but it's like the butterfly effect you know you change one little thing in history and like it could affect Have all like of it drastic change and on everything, that's yeah. why we think of that planet like that you know and like we're just each plant are you referring to a book the law of one yeah so the law of one is a book by these three men who channeled um channeled with a fifth density being and this is Ra and Ra he, he oh the Egyptian god yes Ra the Egyptian god and he talks about the way the universe the whole concept of the universe and how it works and he said how back way back when the Egyptians were alive he incarnated into an Egyptian body and told them how to make healing stations with pyramids he told them about the seven densities and how like you know how the pyramids have seven pyramids stacked within them to have that body that soul go to the the afterlife the yeah. afterlife like and they have the um, what's the eye called the egyptian eye symbol which is the concept of the third eye and it represents the penal gland like they knew things mm. that seem too far ahead of their time and this is because Ra went down to them explaining these things he explained we are all one he's like I am you I'm just from the future and a further evolved spiritually and but then they misinterpreted it and said he was a god because they didn't know what to do like a man this powerful they're yeah. like this can't be a mortal this can't be one of us and that's where we always find our downfall we think there's someone better than us but there yeah isn't. that's the thing I think humans really only see power so when you see something that you don't understand, you're like, wow, that's way more powerful than like us. Yeah. You know what I'm 100%. saying? A hundred percent. And like, we can't. That's why we're so power crazy. We feel like we're powerless. Like you talk, like mm. you feel, we feel like we're so little in this universe and like, it makes sense because of it's how enormous it is. But at the same time, like, why are we the only conscious beings? Why are we the only, like, why are we the ones, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't mm. know how, why people think so little of us like i think the human we are powerful we are very powerful and like that's also what i've been realizing just through like finding myself is how powerful human body and mind are like i'm not my human mind and body but i've been locking 
different parts of spirituality by figuring them out. You know what I'm saying? Like we are just mm. vehicles for a soul that's above us. And yeah. Figuring out this vehicle like is allowing me to advance in my spirituality. You know? Mm. And like the whole concept of life is just to continue to evolve through spirituality to get to seven density where we all come together and become this God once again. And then... But I'm curious, like, what is the end game in this thing? Like, what what happens in seventh density that's so, like, everyone must get there? We become one. We is become, this like a heaven type? We become, no. We become back to the God we were. We become back to the consciousness that we created. And then I don't know. I don't know well, what Well, yeah, I mean, like, I'm sure no one knows. And, like, my, but in the law of one, it talks about the concept, like, when that happens, maybe, like, we just like there's multi universes maybe we just enter another one maybe we just create another one like we just mm. keep having these experiments and putting ourselves in them and trying to figure out like why do you think humans are naturally problem solvers and innovators it's because we're trying to get somewhere but where we've created infinite innovation and problem solving for mortal concepts we're ignoring spirituality you know what i'm saying and we're just yeah. Like, all this drive is for what? Things on this planet? Like, we, like you ask a bunch of people who are innovators and stuff like that, they're like, yes, I'm pushing for humanity and stuff like that. But then you're like, what, do you ha what happens after death? And it's like, I don't know. Then it's like, well, what do you, like, you're, you're driving so much for something that's going to end and you don't know what happens after. Like, why are, you, why are you pushing for something that's so temporary? Why aren't you looking for something that's going to last you forever? Yeah, well, I mean, they probably just want to make, like, their mark on the world, but... Yeah, I get what you're. I get. Kind of I get the mark at. on the world, and like that's totally respectable, and I like that's also one hundred percent my goal. Mm. But why is that the only focus? You know what I'm saying? Like, I do go. Why weird. do we get caught up in that? Why do we get caught up in like advance? Like I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Like we're just so focused on what's in front of us. We don't even tr like think about what's after you know what i'm saying like so many people are like let's make this world better perfect and innovate better like we can make this faster we can problem solve with this and like we can understand this and we can break this down but then it's like oh we figured all this out but you haven't even tried to figure anything out after life you yeah know what I'm saying? i don't know i think the development of a conscious is really just the next step in like human adaptation that we got like starting in the stone age and that was really just it was an instinctive type of thinking process that was allowed that allowed us to thrive in what do you our mean instinctive how can we have an instinctive thinking process if we don't have a consciousness because what we developed this consciousness and the only purpose was to survive in our environment how would we know what like so how are we consciously knowing we were trying to survive because that's just what the but like any yeah, but living so thing I, is their only purpose but they're not conscious of it uh i mean they could probably i mean i don't know i'm not a, like what you what you call a 2d being but a, what i assume is an animal their only also drive this is their 2D only, and 3, like that's different from the article i showed you this density in 2d and 3d mm, yeah i had a feeling because that didn't kind of mix in with anything yeah. yeah but uh what's it called i just think humans back when we were first like adapting and before we basically had this conscious and we were still kind of like just normal animals and only thought about like okay 
like food, 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 like water, uh, like only thoughts on survival. I think because we were a failing species and we realized we couldn't survive our environment, we ended up developing this conscious to use, to innovate and kind of basically use attributes that weren't our own physical, like, kind of just not from our own physical body so like we get warmth from like animals furs and whatnot and basically because that was an kind of instinctive thinking process we just kind of built upon that and we just kept on thriving and whatnot and now we're like we just overpopulate and we kind of just held on to that way of so thinking where, where do you and think the evolution goes after this then so we got to this point what's the next i think we're just going to keep on building upon this this consciousness, consciousness. stuck in this consciousness. This is the max level. Yeah. See, I, how could you, like... I just think humans, because humans only see in power, like, just, it's just... That's old you, world. I, yeah, but I, I don't, I don't know. I don't really fully understand what you mean by old and new world. Because there old were civil rights movements in... Like the old world. Of course, there's too. select few, but the majority is self interest. It's majorities we're talking here. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just see it hard because at the end of the day, all humans are gonna, they do kind of think in selfish ways. It's tough to like say, but I, I just think it's like human. I think we're soon gonna evolve out of this type of way of thinking. But at the then moment, how does our consciousness not evolve with that? Once because I, we I, are, we're, we're still using this conscious that we like adapted to, to survive, but we still have our more primitive way where it's like, okay, like I'm just going to, why can't we move away from primitive ways if we don't have to live in that time? Yeah, I guess I, I see what you're saying where it's like, where we're only dependent on this conscious, but I just haven't really kind of put that with what you're saying all the like d's and I, i'm doing a bad job explaining them and it's because i'm still learning them now but i i just yeah. you believe in the evolution of consciousness yes but you think it stops here why would it stop here because why, i think we're just how, like we can't even fathom it stop like we couldn't fathom it advancing when we were 2d we couldn't we had no idea but then it did uh, yeah i you mean well that's just i just have a hard time kind of getting with anything that says they've cracked the like key to life i just don't because it's just one of those things where i don't think there is a set determined answer so whenever i hear someone that's like you have all these parties arguing against like oh the like key to life like the meaning of life no 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 we like understand it and i get what you're saying where all these religions that say they understand the meaning of life they all kind of come together which would make sense it's just one of those things where the more i learn about science the more i realize that there isn't like science there is no seem, actual science goal makes things seem more random than they are yeah, in a yeah i guess but and it takes away the concept of fate and believing in i that's the thing I, to believe in what you're saying is you have to have a strong belief in fate and destiny yeah which is not one of the things i believe you believe you've only seen free will and you know like you don't you don't think of free will with the concept of 
this is the same way Noah was. You don't think of free will with the concept of everything happens for a reason. And yeah. the thing is, free will is given to us, but we have guides that show us. We have angels and things like that who who are guiding us, and we have feelings and emotions that are guiding us, and we need to listen to them to go down the path that's been set for us. And we fall off the path, but in a sense, that still is the path. You don't. And this is gonna sound crazy, but this this is what I truly believe in, and this is what I mean when I'm talking about faith. So you're not your body, you're not your mind, you're not your emotions, you're not your thoughts. Your everything of that is a is a vehicle. For your higher self, which sits above you and is a spirit, correct? Oh uh, yeah. I mean, so, I like, correct in like yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so, I, I'm following. Yes, but yeah, yeah. that higher spirit is your evolved spirituality. That it, my higher spirit is my upper density guiding my mortal body from the past. So, in the sense, my higher self is myself in the future, guide telling my mortal body what to do. In this in this realm do you know what i'm saying like there's this is gonna get hard like it's hard to explain yeah. because you just don't believe it like yeah you know, no the, i mean it's like it, it's one of those things i don't know i've just it's like i do your believe. your higher self is just your future self guiding you and if you listen and you live in the moment and you live by the principles of all religions and you can follow your you can listen to your higher self, you will realize that it has a greater path for you and knows what you need in your life. And in the sense, once you start to not see it, you're still on your path though. So when I said fall off your path, it's not that you're falling out of line of what you're supposed to do. You're always on the path of what you're supposed to do. You just may or may not see it. Yeah, that's just one of those things though that can't be completely like, there can't like uh, just after looking in religion and stuff like that you it's it's a feeling it's mm. there's no like that's the thing with people who solely believe in science there has to be physical written data proof and there's and i was the exact same way i was 100 percent the exact same way i was considered an atheist because i said there's all this data there's all this proof but now my proof in the pudding is feelings and the fact that i can my perspective on the world has changed my physical view of the world has changed i see the world in different lights you know what i'm saying like yeah that is my proof and that the only way for someone to see that proof is for them to dive into everything with an open mind unlock new concepts and stuff like that and then eventually in a sense like get there i don't know how to put it because it's not like it's It's like, I don't know, it's just when you're like set in your ways, there's no possible way for you to get anywhere mm. consciously. You know what I'm saying? Like if no, like I, I totally I get, get what, what you're saying. saying where you're just like, science is science. I believe in this and like science makes everything feel like an accident. But once you dive into religion with the open concept that maybe we didn't, not like it, and I'm not saying like it's gonna be the first religion, or I'm not saying it's like it takes a while to figure out your spirituality, and like it it comes, and like I, like I'm saying this from a place like I truly want to see you get there, you know? Yeah, and like, it's just for me like, you know, I'm a huge history buff, and like I, I'll I know like I constantly research history and everything, and just the more you 
go over history it's just you do realize that so many religions were made just in an, in a way to control people from these divine so many religions rulers. were made based off the correct principles and then once it realized that people were resonating with it and believing in it then they were used to then they were manipulated in ways to take control of pop, greater populations so that's why i believe the principles were built up on the right concepts but then once that people figured out oh we can they believe this they all believe this because they feel this then let's reword things and change things to because they'll still have that feeling but now they'll just follow this path mm. you know what i'm saying yeah i don't know i just do believe that religions were set in place as a way to control people from showing they're more primitive and like okay savage. you believe in do you believe in the concept that we live in frequencies yeah do you believe in energy and receptors and receivers in a sense like chakras like do you understand uh, that concept i do understand the concept i don't know if like i haven't kind of it's the energy receivers concept. in our body and emitters and this is where our wavelengths are passed to others and when i'm this is like each of your chakra does this and it ties to a different part of just the human body and mind like your root chakra your like i could get into all of this but like you just have to go into it on your own i guess yeah like, i get what you're saying yeah it's yeah i do understand like the chakras are the energy kind of and like you body. know about nicholas tesla and how he wanted like wireless energy and he was using well, machines was to do it trying to tap into the electromagnetic field but we can tap into the electromagnetic field with our minds if we didn't have blockages there and we didn't put 5g and we didn't make satellites and stuff like that and like we could still get around those blockages because our minds are more powerful than robots that we built but mm. the only thing it's caused it's that's what keeps us asleep that's what keeps people not from awakening you you think the 5g like, i think the 5g is harmful i think that bluetooth's harmful i think that i don't know about internet connection in a sense because that's a whole different concept well yeah that's not I but mean, anything not that harmful. uses our electro Magnet, magnetic spectrum. magnetic like part of the atmosphere is interfering with what our minds can do in terms of telepathy moving things with our minds capability like we have capabilities we have not tapped into and we've kept away from them because of these objects that are put there by higher ups and like it may not seem intentive but there's intent there to keep us asleep like higher ups know what being awake is and they've used it for selfish and they found it out in a selfish way and like you said like that was the raw core of humans is like living and like being selfish is what you think is like in a core of a human and you're correct but that was the old world in 2012 from now on anyone born in the new world and people who didn't even really live in the old world and are in the new world flipped to living where we believe in each other and looking out for each other now and like that's where you're gonna see when once our generations the older people like we're gonna start de derailing all of these concepts we've created unintentionally like we're gonna start taking them moving backwards on like certain things that were put in place in hate of each yeah other and in hate power, of one another and like, and like polluting of the yeah and, event, and like we're just gonna do that because we that's are gonna what, be like that's more what aware. feels right and then next thing you know people are gonna wake up spiritually because of it. 
because they're going to take off those blocks that they didn't realize were there. And I don't even think those blocks were put there intentionally. It's just when you're based off of selfishness, you're going to block other people from waking up. But when mm. you're based off of we are all together, we could all rise together. Do you get what I'm saying? Like Yeah. Yeah. Now, I do understand that. I just think with humans, it's we kind of have this balancing of our old, primitive, instinctive ways of thinking that is like kind of the survival of the fittest type of way. And then we have this new thinking where it's like using our conscious consciousness like being aware of our surroundings and we're constantly like balancing in between and uh, so i do i understand and i do agree i agree with like all the values of what you're saying i do think people are going to be like more aware in the future like the world is going to be better and we're going to be more aware of one another and everything like that i do think that's going to happen but it's just for some reason, it's hard for me to kind of get it in the way where it's like a predicted thing. I don't know why, but the whole faith thing where it's like 2012 is the exact year when it happened. Like, oh, this new age. And it's like the Mayans predicted this where it's hard for me to kind yeah, of. I don't yeah. like when people say like, I, I don't know. I'm just not. No, nah, I get with, what you're saying destiny it's a feeling it's just a feeling like once if you ever get that feeling like you'll understand it but like Mm. it's it's unexplainable and like that's where i run into problems is when i try to explain it to people because then next thing you know i can't even put like that's why i keep stopping and stuttering is because i'm trying to explain something that you haven't felt yet but i've talked to people who have had other religions where they felt it so then i can explain my beliefs and that resonates with them you haven't even felt fate so you don't, you can't resonate with anything I'm saying, and that's why I'm stopping and stuttering and can't find the words anymore because that basis isn't even there, you know. And like it's mm-hmm. just, it's just that way it is, you know what I'm saying? And like that's your beliefs and my beliefs are different. Mm-hmm. And like, fate is a feeling that comes through experience. I don't think someone can, it can be brought on you yeah no yeah 100 percent. no drastic change in your life can like it's all understanding in Mm. in yourself and like that's just what it is and like i dude like because of what science should like i'm telling you like i had was the same way like science was the only way in my head like i and there was a point towards like what really kind of got me thinking was in biotech when we started, she started talking about manipulating DNA. I was like, how did we fit, like, if we figured out how to create things, then aren't we gods? And then, like, that's where a lot of my questioning, that's where I started turning to fate and, like, turning to religion because I got, like, it almost went full circle in science for me. Like, I went so far to the point where I was like, this is just a fucking accident. Like, like, we're not supposed to, like, we're not here for anything. Like, this doesn't matter. Like, it's all just chemicals that came together. But then, like, of course, always in the back of my mind, like, what's put that there? What created this? Like, what was that first thing that started this? You know, like, that kept me a little bit in faith. And, like, I also was born in a Christian household and taught a lot of religious ways. Yeah, so, I was like, born in a Christian household, too. So but, like, I do, uh... like, I, first communion, confirmation, altar server for five years, like, I was a part of the church. Like I did my first communion, but then when, what's it called, when it came after that, 
my parents were kind of like, we're not going to force you into, like, religion. Like, do you, like, this year, this year life, we're not, like, pushing anything on you. And I was like, I honestly, I'm going to, like, with what I know, I, I, I'm not, a, I don't believe I'm a religious person. And they're like, okay, we're not going to push something that you don't, 100% agree with onto you. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, okay. So but for me, that was different where I, it was, it wasn't pushed on me, but I did enjoy going to church for a while there. And like, it's because those principles resonated with me. But then once like you grow up, you start to learn more about the corruptness of the Catholic church and like mm. things like that. Then you fade away from it. And then science became a part of my life in high school. And like, you look into that and you're like, it's weird because there's parts where science in science where I was like, all right, this is just an accident, right? And then there's parts in science where I was like, but how can that be? You know what I'm saying? Like, how can the human body work so perfectly? How like these things are perfectly designed? Like, how can like and I understand evolution, but like how and then exact and then like evolution would debunk it again because I was like, oh, it's just all formed together to make this thing. You know what I'm saying? Like there was a foundation, but it in my head I was always like there's something that started it you know and once we got to biotech like I believed in the accident like it was kind of an accident like I kind of brushed off the fact that something started it and then once we got to the point where we could interchange DNA to create what we want I was like what that's that's that makes you think of like the faith and it like made me think of spiritual like spiritual meaning in a sense because that makes me think of it in the exact opposite way what it made me think of was if we could do this, how are we not God? I was like, if we could, like, if I, I've... The I'm, ability to create life. I've heard the concept of, like, we are all our own gods and, like, a sphere of consciousness because my whole life I've been looking into religion and science and space and stuff, trying to figure this shit out. Like, I'm telling you, like, that's all I've really ever, really, like, cared about. And, like, you remember in middle school when I said that shit to you when you were like, what do you like to do? Like, and remember remember at the lunch table that I was like, oh, I look into, like, science and math and stuff. And you're like, whatever, it happened. But, like, that's kind of what I did. Yeah, well, that was more like we were saying, like, hobbies yeah, we yeah, like to yeah. do. And you're I like, being, I just I really was, like I science. And uh, we're being, like, okay. I was being a little... <laughs> I was being... Nah, it's whatever. Fucking... We were young and whatever but assholes like, to each this, other this is what i was trying to kind of like convey like yeah i kind of just always gravitated towards looking into what the fuck we're doing here you know what i'm saying like mm -hmm. kind of took a lot of people until like covid to realize like what are we doing here what am i doing here but like my whole life i kind of been on that path and like when we got to that point where i was like well we are our own gods like then i started it's weird because I wrote down a long list of religions I want to look into because I had brief understandings of them. And I was like, there's something here in all of them. Like, I just felt things. And, like, I started to listening to, like, feelings in the sense, like, of what I wanted to learn. But I never did it because I didn't make time. I still, like, would smoke and hang out with my friends and, like, yeah. just corrupt my mind in a sense. Like, it just distracted from what I actually wanted to do. I've and then quarantine literally yeah, sit me down to the point where I got all of the doing that stupid shit out to the point where I was like, all right. I have no more stupid shit to do and enjoy. Like, yeah. I gotta go do something I wanted to do. And, like, that's where it all picked up, you know? Yeah. And With the DNA thing, and where it's like, 
that just kind of for me that kind of just pushed me over the edge to the re to the way that it's like all matter can be manipulated to turn into life do you get like yeah. in a way where it's like it just made me it strengthened my own kind of understanding of how like on a planet dirt like in the right circumstances and under the right conditions like matter and non-living what's it called like compounds and whatnot could come together to form like living structures through like these like dna it's all organisms share the same type like they all have dna that just shows that all living things came from one origin that's what made me believe in the simulation theory a lot too because like you know how everybody's like well we don't have code in us and i was like how is dna not code if it's interchangeable too you know yeah well I, that's for the whole computer thing i think that's just kind of us creating an artificial kind of an artificial like thinking mechanism that came from our own way of thinking that's probably a pretty shitty way to put it but it's kind of just us uh creating something that thinks the same way as us except faster yeah, it's based off of yeah nature. so when everything we've ever made is based off of nature whether we realize it or not everything is an observation that we ended up exactly just like how what's it called early early humans they just observed things and made allowed it to benefit themselves Hmm. Well, this one's been go we've been going for a pretty long time. Uh, I know yeah. this. <laughs> I know this came up uh, kind of short, so I don't know if you were thinking about a song for you or anything. Oh shoot! But, I uh, didn't. You got a favorite song? Honestly, not at the nothing that would like tie into this religious uh, <laughs> thing. It Let me have look to tie around. In. My... If it's your favorite song. It's your favorite song. Hmm. Whatever you've been listening to lately, like, cause honestly, if you don't think the lyrics have something to say, they might in disguise. Yeah, I, I've, I don't know. I don't really. Uh, hmm, let me think. Uh, probably I'll do this song called "Sound of Change" by Dirty Heads. It's just kind of a, a powerful song. It just kind of motivates me. I don't know what it. Is it like a workout song for you? Uh, not really. No, it's just kind of one of those songs that I listen to like while I'm driving. And it's kind of one of the ones that you listen to and it just kind of makes you happy. You know what I'm saying? What's it, what's it about? Nothing really. It's just the melody. It's like an upbeat melody and like very calming. So it's nice. Have you ever listened to the words? Uh, yeah. And, uh, I mean, it's just kind of like a song about change and whatnot interesting i want to listen to it but this was great i love talking about this stuff like even though we still... i love like having these discussions yeah. where it's like it i do like I, you do learn a lot yeah. from it and like yeah dude i'm yeah for sure where i'm gonna wrap this up Sound. I live in the now, the sky's my home and I live in the clouds Now I'm never bound forever Making a change and making it better I live with the shit, I love the pain It's part of the journey, it's part of the game I've been alone in the dark and the rain I see me in and I wasn't afraid I've been in tears and I wasn't ashamed